Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Hey, what is up, Ingrid? How are you? Oh, I'm having a pretty <laughs> awesome morning. Yes, tell me. I woke up to a bunch of messages validating what I had shared on the podcast last week. Yeah. I had kind of a secret that had been weighing on me that I had wanted to share with my mom, and I shared it, and I was mm-hmm. kind of nervous, actually, about putting out the podcast. Yes. And then I had all these uh, women writing in saying that it like really resonated with them. And yes. That just felt really good to put myself out there and then have people validate my experience and it like inspired them and made them not feel alone in what they were going through. So I love it. I love it. You, you are so brave in your vulnerability in being open, you know, and that's a big theme that we've been talking about for several weeks about vulnerability and being honest and you've really like gone with it and you've gotten such great affirmations in response to your honesty yeah just sharing on the podcast even though i'm just i'm just sharing with you other people are listening (laughs) like all these like beautiful connections being made yes yeah i mean last week you're like okay i'm gonna say something but i'm not sure if if it's gonna make it in the final cut so (laughs) yeah yes so every time i really step out of my comfort zone be extra vulnerable i'm immediately rewarded yes it's crazy Yes. So anyone out there who's having some fear around sharing something in their relationships, be willing to put yourself out there and just see what happens because these are like the scariest things that I could probably share and experience with the people I'm close to. And both times have just been instantly so gratifying. I felt so much freer and then my relationships ended up being deeper. Yes. And then my close friend that we always uh, have differing opinions (laughs) that we always bring up. Yes. um, she had called and asked for some boundaries in our friendship about some things that we don't agree on. Mm-hmm. And it was her speaking up for herself and being super vulnerable. And I mean, I was very receptive because I really respect and love her. And it just deepened our friendship that she was able to even reach out and ask for what she needed. Cause she could have easily just said, I don't want to be friends anymore. Cause it's too uncomfortable. It brings up too much, but instead she, was willing to ask for what she wanted out of the friendship. Yes. I mean, applause to her, but also to you because, I mean, you received that note very courageously also. Like you, it it doesn't sound to me at all like your feelings were hurt by the boundaries that she put up between you. It wasn't like you were offended in any way or were you? No, I wasn't. I think she was taking care of herself emotionally some like trauma she's trying to work through and it really just made me feel inspired um, that I wish I could ask for what I needed out of relationships more because the things I've shared have just been kind of like one-sided it wasn't really a boundary it was something that was weighing on me that I wanted to share but asking for what you need from a relationship is even more intense so important because the other person can just say no i'm not going to give you that and then you have to kind of make the decision exactly how do you deal with that Mm -hmm. totally yeah just really cool seeing all this vulnerability 
like opening up and un- unfolding just all around me. This is what we've been talking about with with Venus moving through Scorpio. Scorpio is all about vulnerability. The scorpion is a tiny creature. You can squash it with your heel. Scorpio represents deep vulnerability. And now that Venus has transited into Sagittarius, it's about open honesty in relationships. And I want to say one thing about the scorpion. You always say that it's so small and you could just step on it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I like to think that it could just lift its little tail while you're about to step on it and sting you. Totally. Which I think is part of that vulnerability. It's like you're exposing yourself, but also that can also be really painful when you share with somebody because they might not always be receptive to what you have to say. Absolutely. It's a big risk. The more I practice risking my relationships for being vulnerable, the more deeply connected I am to my relationships. Mm -hmm. If you're not really fully yourself, then your relationship can only be so deep. Right. Right. So I feel like part of this is all about like deepening your karmic bonds that, that are serving you. And then the ones that aren't serving you will fall away. Yep. I mean, that's, I guess that's the scary thing is you're close with someone and there's something that you want to share with them that they may not accept. You're going to be vulnerable with them. They don't accept it. Then what does that mean? The relationship's over or it changes in some way that makes it irreparable to be what it was. So that's the thing is when you, when you're vulnerable in a relationship like that, you risk losing the relationship or what it is. But at the same time, ultimately, don't you want to be in a relationship where you can be completely vulnerable, completely open with the person you're with? If anyone out there is having relationship issues, whether it's like a lover, a business partner, a parent, getting a reading with Scott can be like really incredible because mm-hmm. you're able to understand what makes the other person tick and vice versa. And then you in turn can kind of laugh about your differences and then also be able to connect more once you know how to connect with the person, how to get through to them. Yes. It's really fun. Thank you, Ingrid. It's like a secret, like a fun secret that you have that you can like go in there and poke around and then always just ends up being really funny when you get called out for your shit and you can all just like laugh about how obvious (laughs) it is that you disagree on these things and why you're having like such friction. It kind of like dissolves a lot of the resentment and anger that happens in the, in those tense moments. Exactly. It's not like the person is doing this to you maliciously, you know, they are just being themselves being themselves <laughs> and you guys you guys conflict in these certain areas so you just have to recognize that these are our challenge spots this is where we have to work so you know people ask me all the time well are we meant to be together well first of all if you're together yeah you're meant to be together because you're already together but the question is is do you want the relationship to continue this when we put the cards out on the table and you see the hand that you've been dealt as a partnership, do you want to continue to play that hand? Because your challenges are your challenges and your gifts are your gifts. So those aren't going to change. The only thing that changes is how you are working with the energy. It's like people ask me all the time, when are the planets alignments going to be better? You know, that's up to you. Because how are you working with the planetary alignments in relation to your astrological code? 
So if you want to continue to just knock heads with your partner and blame them for everything, or do you want to take a mindful look and really come to an understanding as to why you and your partner have these issues? Yeah, it's so true. That mindful approach goes such a long way. Yeah. So... Should we move into what's happening this week? Yeah, and this is like such a crazy week. We're talking about this is the week of December 21st to the 27th. And we start off on the big day that everyone has been talking about. I mean, in the, I guess, the esoteric community. December 21st, I get that question so many times. Like, what's happening on December 21st? Is it the winter solstice? Yes, always the winter solstice, but this year it's much more intense because every winter solstice is when the sun moves into Capricorn. And that's a big shift in and of itself because the sun is moving into a new sign. It's a new season. It's a new sign. Capricorn is cardinal. That's leadership. It's earth. And earth is all about structure creating structure and foundation. So it's like the Sagittarius energy burns everything down. That's fire. Burns everything to the ground. And now we rebuild with the Capricorn Earth energy. But what else is going on on this day? And the reason why everyone is referencing December 21st is because on December 21st, while the sun moves into Capricorn to zero degrees in Capricorn, Saturn and Jupiter can join, form a conjunction at zero degrees in Aquarius. So last week we talked about Saturn and Jupiter moving into Aquarius and how that's a big deal because Aquarius is the sign that represents technology and there's been some incredible technological advancements that have occurred during Saturn and Jupiter's transits through Aquarius. Capricorn is all about authority. It's about the responsibility that is required to become an authority. It's about ambitions. So the symbol for Capricorn is the goat. The goat starts in the valley, looks up the top of the mountain, and says, that's where I belong, up there. But in order to get there, the goat has to plot its course And then be very diligent in climbing step by step to ascend ledge by ledge. So Capricorn is about having goals and then understanding what it takes to achieve those goals. The responsibility that is required to achieve those goals, doing the work. So then it aligns with Jupiter and Saturn. And so Saturn is all about putting in the work. Yes, so they don't really align with each other, the sun with Jupiter and Saturn, even though they're both at zero degrees because they're in neighboring signs. Aquarius comes right after Capricorn, so they don't really make a strong alignment, but they are both shaking up the board, as I like to call it. I think of astrology as a board game, so they're shaking up the board because you have these three planets that are all moving into new signs. And whenever a planet moves into a new sign, it shifts the energy. Mm -hmm. And so people are really anticipating this day where Jupiter and Saturn join at the same degree. This is something that happens every 20 years. Every 20 years, Jupiter passes Saturn, catches up to Saturn. So 
And it's also, I mean, Saturn and Jupiter, one is restriction and one is expansion, which yes. is a very strange alignment. Yes. Conflicts. Yes. It's, it's contrasting energies for sure. So, you know, people are like, are aliens going to show up? Uh, what's happening? Because, you know, Aquarius is all about futuristic. So we talked about Capricorn, about responsibility, authority, mastery, hard work. Aquarius, you learn so much from the symbol. When you think about the symbol, the water bear reflects the energy of Aquarius. So when I think of Aquarius, I think of three keys. I think of the community, number one, because the water bear is retrieving the water from the stream and bringing it back to the village. So the water bear is doing work that is contributing to the village. To the community. To the community. Number two... The water bearer is somebody who is very inventive. Saturn rules Capricorn. Saturn also rules Aquarius. So hard work is another theme in Aquarius. Carrying that jug of water from the stream to the village is not an easy job. It takes a lot of strength and endurance. But the water bearer is more than just a worker. They're also somebody who is inventive because the water bearer had to figure out how to get the water from the stream to the village in the first place. So they had to invent a jug. And after they got tired of carrying that jug from the river to the village day after day after day after day, they invented a better way, irrigation. So Aquarius is about invention. This is why, like I talked about last week, all the different inventions that have come to pass when Saturn and or Jupiter have transited through Aquarius. You have the pencil, the camera, the airplane, the computer, the internet. So we talked about Jupiter and Saturn, the connection happening last week. Is there something new happening with it this week or it's just going like direct on the 21st? What is new happening this week is they're going to be at the exact same place in the sky, at the exact same degree. They've been at the same degree since they moved in mm-hmm. to Aquarius last week, but now they're actually right on top of right each on other. top of each other. So it's a very intense alignment. The third aspect of Aquarius is independence. Because if you're the water bearer who has carried this heavy jug from the stream to the village, when you get back to the village, you don't want anybody telling you what to do, how to be, where to go. It's like, I just brought the water from the stream to the village. I've done pretty much the most important job that can be done because without water, the village doesn't exist. So you can get out of my face and uh, leave me alone, and I'll leave you alone. So what makes it special that it's happening on the winter solstice? That, exactly, that it's happening on the winter solstice. I went back a thousand years in the star calendar. I looked back to 1,000, and it's never happened in the last thousand years. So the question is, is, you know, what are you doing with the energy? I mean, it's a very unique alignment. It's very powerful, What does it mean? Okay, wait, because it feels like very similar to last week's. I guess it is similar. The difference is the intensity of what will be felt. It's getting more intense. It's getting more intense. It's getting more intense. So kind of like the end of one season, which was 
Sagittarius, which is freedom, fire sign, burning everything to the ground so it can mm-hmm. rebuild. So now we're moving into the winter season and also Capricorn. Now we're ready to climb to the top again. So what kind of intentions or like what kind of so rituals are happening? Yeah, the difference between like also Sagittarius burning everything down. It's also Sagittarius is about looking beyond your present reality. What do I see ahead for myself? I'm imagining my future. I'm imagining what's ahead for me. Okay, that's great. Now you have this idea. But Capricorn's about... How do you get there? How do you get there? It's more about... It's even more than just how do you get there. It's about getting there, doing the work that is required to get there, to bring the dream into reality. And so Saturn and Jupiter in Aquarius technology inventiveness... This is future. There's going to be technological advancements that are going to move us into the future. I mean, when you think about the last time Saturn was in Aquarius was the internet. But the last time Saturn was in Aquarius, Jupiter wasn't with Saturn. So what does that mean? Does that mean that the advancements are going to be even more intense? Yeah, that they're going to make the internet look like the pencil does now. Holy where shit. people look at the pencil. And I told somebody, like, the pencil was invented. And they're like, the pencil? Who gives a shit about that? I'm like, but think about how amazing <laughs> that was before there was a pencil. So, I mean, are the advancements that are going to occur technologically going to dwarf the internet, going to dwarf the computer? Dude, I have chills. What yeah. The book is going on. I read about Amazon. Yeah, Amazon the other day and it was saying that they have a hundred thousand robots in their facilities doing people's work. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? What does that even mean? Yeah. And then I saw some dog. It's not a dog, it was a robot dog running down the street. Have you seen that? Here in LA? Is that? Yeah, I've seen two of them. I I've seen these robots that I don't know if they're the delivery uh, ones. Yeah. Okay. I've seen like two of those are yeah. kind of like a little weird shopping cart thing mm-hmm. that delivers stuff. No, I saw these other ones and they were like, they just looked like dogs with like four legs. There was four legs and they were like jogging. Mm-hmm. It was actually, it was really scary. Okay. That's where we're headed. I'm that, like, I mean, what, is that for like <laughs> some military shit? What is the point of this crazy ass dog? I'll have to show you. Yeah. I don't even know what it's called, but it was very strange. But when you think about it, Capricorn, the winter solstice, this is bringing dreams into reality, bringing the future into reality. That's what I'm I'm seeing happen here. So, I mean, the key for you, the individual, is to continue to focus on your uniqueness, your originality, and the work that is required to bring your invention to life so that you can contribute something to the collective. Yeah, don't sit around and wait for something else or somebody else to figure it out for you. This is your opportunity to create something that maintains your personal independence while also contributing to the collective. So I want to ask this question because I think it it sums it up here. What expansive vision would you like to bring to reality in your group, club, or community? It's such a hard time right now, but I love having get-togethers. I love food. I love art. I love human connection. 
in-person healing. <laughs> yeah, having more more FaceTime with people. Yeah. I think that that's super important and has been a focus for me for the past year is nurturing my close relationships. And that means spending real quality time with people doing the things that I love with them. Mm, I love it. So yeah, putting in the effort, making the plans to make those things happen instead of waiting for an invite. Yeah, being the leader there. So Tuesday... The moon is in alignment with Chiron, both in Aries. So the moon is the emotions. Chiron is the wound. Aries is self-confidence. So you're bringing this new idea to fruition. You're going to have to move through your insecurities in order to share your idea. Oh my gosh, that's too funny because I have a lot of insecurity about planning events. Like, is anyone going to show up? Is anyone going to care? How many people are going to come? Is there too much food? Is there not enough food? (laughs) Yeah, so it's perfect. It's right in line. And so stem back. Where does this insecurity come from? Why are you afraid if not enough people come? Does it matter if, you know, only three people come? Whatever. (laughs) Is, Is there not enough food? Can you just make more food? Yeah, I don't know why that's always been a thing. I think it's been slowly falling away and just being more also just more spontaneous, not overthinking it. Just the other day I was like, I'm walking to this restaurant. Does anybody want to come? And? And then everyone came. (laughs) (laughs) See, everything that you've been talking about today, I just keep thinking about your North Node in Aries. The more that you act with courage, the more that you act with bravery and confidence, the more that you're rewarded. The more you're timid and shy, the more that... I don't get anything that I want. (laughs) Exactly. And you get frustrated. Yeah. So the question is, how can you courageously express your emotions to heal the wound to your self-esteem? I mean, this seems like such a recurring theme, but the answer is always showing up in the face of discomfort. Yeah. Showing up in the face of fear and sitting with your discomfort long enough for it to dissipate. Yes. I love it. Wednesday, December 23rd. And now we're moving like straight into the holidays here. So uh, (laughs) we're looking at four planets here. We've got Chiron again in Aries, the wound of self-confidence aligning with Mercury in Capricorn, which is your mind in the sign of authority. So it's authoritative voice and self-esteem. How can you speak with authority if you're insecure? This is the challenge. Mercury is in Capricorn, which is Cardinal Earth. Chiron is in Aries, which is Cardinal Fire. Fire scorches Earth. Earth extinguishes fire. There's stress here. This is a reoccurring alignment. We're experiencing this alignment for the second time. The last time it happened was December 29th of 2019. Today is December 23rd. It's the second time these two have aligned in these two signs. And there will be eight more times that these two align. So this is the beginning of the practice. So this is when it's always the most difficult. Well, yes and no, because it might be more difficult at the end if you haven't been adhering to the rhythms. So I always forget that. So if we're doing our homework... At the beginning of the season of these like changes that are going to be recurring, it'll be a little harder. And as you go along, if you keep practicing and showing up, it'll get easier. But if you don't show up, it gets harder and harder until it basically just explodes or implodes or something. Exactly. I think of like going to a yoga class. Like if you go to a beginning yoga class and you've never gone before, it might be really difficult. It probably will be really difficult. But if you keep showing up every week or a few times every week, 
by the time you get to that advanced class, the advanced class is way harder than the beginner class, but you're able to do the advanced class easier than you were able to do the beginner class because you've been doing the work leading up to the advanced class. That's such a perfect example. But if you just show up to the advanced class and you haven't been <laughs> going every week, you're going to feel like shit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be able to do anything. So in what way can you speak from a place of authority in order to heal the wound to your self-confidence? Well, first getting in tune with yourself, knowing what your personal truth is and feeling comfortable in who you are. So then when you express it, you don't have anything to be defensive about. There's nothing to defend if you feel solid in who you are. You can just be. Yes. Solid in who you are. That's that's the root of self-esteem. And when you are rooted in that self-esteem, that strong self-esteem, then you can speak from a place of authority. This is just where I'm coming from. Yeah. If somebody has an alternate view on the topic, it doesn't even necessarily mean there's a fight. You can just be like, okay, well, I, I disagree because I <laughs> totally, you, you can think that, but I don't care. <laughs> right. Exactly. Fine. Good for you. I had shared with my sister that I was dancing and she had all of this advice. Hmm. And I think if, if I was insecure about it, it could have been more of a fight, but like, I honestly just don't care what she has to say about it because I like it. <laughs> right. And it feels good for me. Okay, well, that's fine. I can respect that. Sure. But I also still feel good about it. You're solid in it. Yeah, there's not really an argument to be had there because I'm feeling confident in who I am instead of like looking to someone else for validation in the things that I'm doing with my life. Exactly. Exactly. Looking to someone else for validation. You're not doing that. So the other planetary alignment on Wednesday, the 23rd is Mars, also in Aries aligning with Pluto, also in Capricorn. So this is the god of war squaring off with the god of death. This is the third time that we have experienced this transit since August. August 13th, October 9th, and then today, December 23rd times this year. And then there's one more time where it happens in 2022. So we're right at the end. So it's kind of like here we are at the exam of the final test. You haven't gone to class all semester, and now you're taking the final, which is the hardest test that you'll be taking all year. That's what we're experiencing with this alignment where you have, like you were saying, standing, what did you say? Standing in your... Um, Being caught. Just knowing who you are and being no, confident about it? Yeah, knowing who you are, being confident about it, but then taking action based on your self-confidence and doing that as an authority. It's not easy if you've always been a pushover in some way. So the question is, in what ways can you act differently in your life to create a new reality specifically for the purpose of your career or through your relation to authority. So if we're in Capricorn season, that means putting in the work, making the plan, but actually doing the plan. So if we're putting in the work, then we can be confident in the services we have to offer, whatever our craft is, whatever we have to offer the world. If we're putting in the work, there's no reason we shouldn't be confident in what we have to offer in terms of our career. Yeah. So the more we practice, the better we get, and the more confident we become. Absolutely. Yes. 
So put in the work. Put in the work. Put in the work. I, I feel like, you know, that's like us right here. We're getting more and more confident doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we've done it so many times now. 37 episodes or something. So, you know, it's like, okay, I know how to talk to Ingrid. She knows how to talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) So Thursday, December 24th, Mercury again in Capricorn is now aligning with Uranus, which is retrograde in Taurus. So this is continuing with the theme of responsibility and hard work, responsible communication and financial independence. That's what Uranus and Taurus is all about. It's about achieving your financial independence because Taurus is the bull. The bull represents financial security and all material matters. So working your mind in a way of knowing I know that I've done the work so I can communicate with confidence in order to achieve my financial independence. So how can you speak with authority or as an authority for the purpose of creating financial independence and security? I mean, yeah, if you've been if you've been putting in the work and you feel confident in the skills that you have to offer the world, you're going to be confident in asking for what you're worth when it comes to the money part. You know how much you're worth and you can say this is you want this service, it's going to cost $500. And there's no question in your mind, like, am I worth $500? Is that too much for them? What are they going to think about it? Maybe I should go less. No, it's just $500. They can take it or leave it. My friend, an opportunity came up for him and he was trying to decide on how much to charge. And I came up with a price point for him, four to $500 a song. It's for like mixing. Yeah. And he was like, what? And he's like, I wanted like six songs a month. He was like, I was going to charge 600 for the whole month. I was like, no, that is not true. Like, and we went over this, what the market is, how much you're worth, how long you've been doing it, how good you are at it, yeah. how much the person really likes you. And they offered you the job and said, how much are you going to charge me? And then in the end of the conversation, he was like, wow, you're right. I am worth that much. Oh my God. That's amazing. I didn't even think about doing all this research and seeing like where I fit in in the market. But then once you're able to yeah, really tap into all the work you've put in, like he's been doing it for a while and he's really good at it. Yeah. So it's cool to have the experience and to get paid for it. But also you don't need the experience. You're already experienced and people like what you have to offer and they're they're willing to pay for it. I love that. I love that. Such great mentoring for you in doing that with you're helping him appreciate what he's worth, what he's worth. Yeah, he's valuable. His value. Absolutely. So this is also an alignment that's a repeating alignment. This is the second time. Mercury in Capricorn has aligned with Uranus and Taurus. The last time was December 30th, 2019. These two are going to align after today seven more times between now and 2026. So this is a time to really, like you were saying, establish your your worth, your value. And if you're undervaluing yourself, you have to ask why is it because you're not that experienced and you need to put in the work? Well, then put in the work. But if it's because you made up a story in your mind about how you're not worth as much as other people, then you need to like erase that shit and start over. <laughs> totally. If you put in the time, your work becomes more valuable, the better you get at something. Absolutely. And what you were saying, go back and figure out why, if you don't feel like you're worth that, what does it have to do with your story, right? Is it rooted in reality or is it like a made up story in your mind? And if it is in reality, there are things you can do to get where you want to go. You take some classes, you practice, 
it's simple. You just put in the work and then you can charge more. <laughs> well, on December 25th, Friday, December 25th, the sun in Capricorn squares off with Chiron in Aries. So this is the giver of light, life, and vitality, the sun. As we talked about on Monday, the 21st, it moves into Capricorn. The first planet that it aligns with is Chiron, the wound of the self-confidence. So again, your value as an authority, your worth, are you a master at what you do? Or do you need to work harder? Or is it something within you that is insecure? That's the Chiron in Aries. So how can you confidently assert your authority to heal your self-esteem and achieve your goals? I think part of that is assessing where you're at and accepting that, whether you're beginning or you're advanced in whatever career you're looking to work towards. It's fine if you're a beginner. That doesn't mean you have to have no self-confidence. Charge what you're worth, know your value, and make goals for the future. I love that. It's like stick to reality. It's like when you're the goat and you're climbing up the mountain, if you're still in the valley, you're not pretending that you're on the top of the mountain. Or if you're halfway up the mountain and you're stuck on a ledge, there's no changing the reality of where you are unless you take a step to move someplace. You are where you are. You're not on the top of the mountain, so don't pretend like you are, but you're also not in the valley, so you don't have to pretend like you're in the valley. You're halfway up the mountain. Be very clear about your reality. Yeah? Yeah. Part of that is just being confident in who you are. It's okay to be a beginner. Mm-hmm. Don't get down on yourself because you're just starting out. Right. And it's okay if you're halfway up the mountain, you've achieved something, you're not where you want to be yet. That's also totally. o- That's also okay. Yes. So this, again, is another continuing alignment. The first time the sun in Capricorn aligned with Chiron in Aries in this recent transit of Chiron through Aries was December 23rd, 2019. Today, December 25th, 2020, is the second time this has occurred. It will occur six more times between now and 2027. So again, we're at the beginning and we're learning how to be confident in our career choices, in our climb to the top of the mountain. Saturday, December 26th, the moon in Taurus aligns with Pluto in Capricorn. So this is two Earth energies happening. The moon, the emotions in Taurus, which is the sign that represents financial security in all material matters, including art, culture, and food. So the emotions are feeling tied to the material. Did you get enough gifts? Oh, wow. Maybe. I don't know. Is that the feeling? Um, (laughs) It's about emotional security transforming the authority because Pluto is all about transformation. So you didn't get enough gifts and now you're going to let the authority know about it. No, I don't know. So in what ways does your material world reflect the respect you have for yourself? I love tying it to that gift thing. Like, are you are you worth anything if you don't get enough presents? Right. What does that mean? Gifts are really interesting because it feels nice to have someone do something special for you. And if you're hearing that all these other people around you got all these amazing gifts that were really thoughtful, it could feel shitty to not be validated from somebody else. But also we need to validate ourselves. So if we need something or if we want something that brings us happiness then we should get it for ourselves. 
Yes. We don't need to put it on other people to read our mind and give us something that we should be giving ourselves. Gift giving is awesome and I love gift giving, but there's a negative aspect of it that can really weigh on people's self-confidence. They give something that they thought was really thoughtful. The other person doesn't like it. Mm -hmm. The person really wants something. The other person doesn't know them well enough or isn't in tune enough to get it for them. And both parties feel like shit. It's just like when there's an expectation there it's kind of a recipe for disaster. So how about have realistic expectations, take care of yourself materially. So you don't have to feel like you are looking for external validation through gifts, right? How much you're worth is not a gift. No. And (laughs) I got to give another shout out to my lady about this because she is somebody who's made it very clear to me that I'm not going to get her any gifts. Like I will buy her things that she picks out for herself. (laughs) Because otherwise it's going to end up on the street corner and I the neighbor's going to get it. love this. <laughs> and I told my parents to not get me anything. Ugh, they're really thoughtful, but like, and I love cooking. So they'll get me like a cooking utensil. I'm like, but I don't like that one. Yes. That's how, that's how my I'm lady is. So particular. So I'm just like, <laughs> if you want, if you want something, I'll tell you exactly what to get. Otherwise I don't want anything. Cause I'm already trying to purge my life of garbage that I've collected myself. Like I don't need... Something that I wasn't even on my radar. I don't want a surprise gift. I don't want it. (laughs) My lady's the exact same way. It's so hilarious. She's so particular. So she doesn't want something. Okay, thanks for the nice thought. But it's just going to either go in the trash or it's going to go on the street corner. Oh, my God. Someone else will get it. (laughs) So what does she say to you? You can give me a gift, but I'm picking it out. Well, we're not doing gifts for Christmas and for her birthday. She planned a trip and I paid for it. So she picked out the restaurants and everything. I love that. Yeah. That's a great gift. (laughs) Totally. Gift for both of you. Yes. And it makes me feel good because I don't want that anxiety of like, I hope she likes it. Is she not going to like it? What if she doesn't like it? I don't have to worry about that. It would be nice if I enjoyed receiving gifts, but mostly I hate them because I am very picky, Mm -hmm. but I love giving gifts and I think I'm a really good gift giver. And that's so funny because like my lady's the same way. Like she'll buy me a gift, but I'm easy. I'm like the guy that like goes to see a comedy act and I will laugh, you know, even if it's not funny because I just, you know, I feel bad for the person on stage that's bombing. So I want to like encourage them. So I'm wanting to laugh. You are hilarious. (laughs) So even if you hate the gift, you're going to pretend love it? Is that what you're saying? No, I mean, I'll be honest if I don't like it, uh, if it doesn't work for me, but I'm going to try hard to find a reason why it would work. Okay, Sunday, December 27th. Now we're looking at the sun in alignment with Uranus. So the sun is now trailing Mercury. So the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality, bringing energy to Uranus retrograde in Taurus, responsibility, and financial independence again. And this is just as so many of the transits we've talked about this week is another reoccurring transit. This one is also at the beginning. The first time the sun in Capricorn aligned with Uranus in Taurus was December 24th, 2019. And after today, it aligns five more times between now and 2026. So the question is, what are you doing to bring your innovative ambitions 
to reality, creating financial security and independence. Sounds like whatever career path you're on, you should really be investing in whatever your idea is. Yeah. Bringing it to fruition, doing the work. Yes, I love that because there's so much Aquarius and Uranian energy going on. We've talked about Saturn and Jupiter connecting in Aquarius, but there's also Uranus that we've talked about multiple times, which is the other planetary ruler of Aquarius. So big themes in investing in yourself and investing in your individuality and what makes you unique, what makes you an original and doing the work required to bring those investments a return. Maybe even in your gift receiving, maybe you can just ask for things that help you on your path as opposed to like just some random gift. I love that. An investment in your career. Yes. Or like a financial investment in your career. Like everybody gives you $20 so you can buy like a new camera. I love it. I love that idea. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. If you're going to spend 20 bucks on me, give me the money and I'll invest it in my business. Yeah. Well, this is great, Ingrid. So fun speaking with you. And I hope you have a beautiful holiday. It's been a pretty shit year, but also like a really awesome year. It's been an amazing year. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I think the balance, this podcast has really like balanced me out. Mm-hmm. Astrology is helping me on a daily basis, not fall apart, I guess. Yeah. And create like future goals and communication, vulnerability. Those have improved greatly. Mm. It's been fun to, to be a witness to your development and your evolution as a human being. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. I feel like a lot has happened for me in a short amount of time. Totally. This episode, I feel like we talked a lot about like career stuff and self-confidence, but I mean, we're coming to the end of the year and I don't know what that really means astrologically, but now we're like, we've kind of burned the forest down and we're making way for new stuff. So maybe looking back on what has happened this year and then setting some new intentions around the winter solstice, like what is, what is the winter solstice good for? Yeah, setting, setting the, way, the way I look at the rhythm of the planets is from the last week of November through the first three weeks of December, that's Sagittarius. That's like burning it down and imagining something new. And then once we get to that last week of December, that leads us into the first three weeks of January when the sun moves into Capricorn, which is the winter solstice. It's about taking these futuristic ideas Being very clear, like you said, about your present reality, where you stand on the mountain, and what you need to do in order to ascend to where you want to be by the end of 2021. That's what this is all about. And there's that extra future energy with Jupiter and Saturn moving through Aquarius. A lot of magic to tap into where you can bring a new reality, bring the future into your reality. Yeah, this is a special time. I guess I was thinking... Some stuff about the holidays, but who really gives a shit about holidays? You know, career and ambition and like creating a new place for yourself in the world. Well, I think the holidays, you know, just traditionally for me, there is a long period of my life where it was a very uncomfortable time because you had to face all these people that you only see maybe once a year, maybe a couple times a year. And it's the the family or old friend check in. Where it's, where are you now in your life? Oh, you haven't gotten any further than you were when I saw you last year. So you're a failure. (laughs) Good luck next year, you know? So there is that sort of like reality check where... You know there's going to be some judgments happening about where you are in your career. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So it can be very tough. 
but I mean, that's almost like a good thing. Like the anticipation of being judged allows us to take a look at ourself, Mm -hmm. but also to root that reflection of ourself in reality. So not sugarcoating it, but also not being hard on ourselves. Maybe we didn't do any work on our business this year. So we are in the same spot. That's okay. How would you get any further if you haven't done any work? Yes. Yes. I just keep thinking about there is this annual Christmas Eve party that my family go to every year. Actually, there's two of them. And... For the last several years, I've had to choose between one or the other. But in one of them, the dad, who's like my parents' age, he's a very successful businessman. And he said something to me probably like five or six years ago at his Christmas party that really shook me to my core. Because I was wanting to and working to be a screenwriter and it wasn't going anywhere. And he asked me, So what's going on with your script? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, we're rewriting another draft. He's like, oh, so are you just going to like rewrite a draft after a draft after a draft after a draft and just keep rewriting it forever? Or is it ever going to get made into something? And I just wanted to be like, fuck you. You don't know how it is and this and that. But But it was hard to hear that. But it stuck with me and it really forced me to take a realistic look at where I was in my life, in what I wanted to achieve, what I wasn't achieving, the work that I was doing, and was it getting me anywhere? It's hard questions to answer, but that's what makes the holidays tough, is you have to face the music with some people, but it's like you've been saying, sit with the uncomfortability. I have sat with that uncomfortability, and that led me to being an astrologer, because I realized that, okay, this other thing isn't working for me, and this... It's not bringing me any joy in my life. I need to find my joy somewhere. And I kept asking the universe, like, (laughs) show me, show me, show me, show me. And it was ironically a writing project that brought me to really want to be an astrologer where I was like, okay, wait, I haven't looked at this in the way that I should be looking at this. This is like the most interesting puzzle that has ever landed in anyone's lap. Why am I not investigating every single moment of every day this instead of trying to write a screenplay it's never (laughs) going to get made so yeah a good reality check is important and healthy yes absolutely doesn't always feel good but it's so necessary sometimes to just get punched in the gut (laughs) (laughs) yeah so maybe just taking a hard look at ourselves this holiday seeing what comes up for you like some uncomfortable shit will likely come up yes and if it doesn't, well, that's great for you. Yes. But uh, yeah, if it does, like, why? Why is it there? What is it there to teach us? What's what's happening that we don't feel confident in who we are? Totally. And how do we get confident in who we are? What what steps can we take to achieve those goals that we want for ourselves? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad we touched on the holidays. Definitely. I'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to The Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper and want a personal reading with Scott, go to theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. The weekly transit. That's 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 that's